Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, then steal in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. Somewhere on lonely, moonlit Mesquite Canyon Road, a motorcade of three tank trucks loaded with oil from the wells of Tumbleweed Jones moves slowly in the direction of the Bear River Refinery. In the lead truck, Tumbleweed is at the wheel, confident that all is well since, with Clark Kent's help, the bullet holes shot into the tanks were repaired. Now, 6,000 gallons of crude oil will reach the refinery despite the unscrupulous efforts of Abner Cheney, head of the local bank, to force Tumbleweed to use his pipeline. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Clark Kent is on his way to the cookhouse to get a sandwich for Jimmy when... But wait. Listen. Uh, Let's see. The cookhouse should be over here to the right. Yeah, that must be it. I hope Cookie doesn't mind my foraging in his icebox. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder where Jimmy puts all the food he eats. Packed away a mighty solid dinner tonight. Well, all growing boys are like that, I guess. Here we are. Hope the door's open. Wait. Yeah. Yes, sir. Voice inside. Did you speak to it? Sounds like someone's using yeah. the phone. Why isn't the light on? He got no time for flavor, lazy. Them trucks will be passing Balancing Rock in five minutes. Better get moving. It may certainly look like an accident. What's that? That's Chuck Connors, Tumbleweed's foreman. What's he talking about? You're right. And trucks will be flattering a mess of flashcast. He's out. Go on. Who's here? Don't move. I got you covered. Put up your gun, Chuck. It's me, Clark Kent. Here, I'll switch on the light. Oh, thought you and the boy had turned in. What's your game, Chuck? I don't know what you're talking about. Don't stall if you know what's good for you. I heard you tell somebody something's going to happen to Tumbleweed's trucks in five minutes. Your ears is too big for your help, mister. We'll discuss that later. Now, are you going to tell me what's going to happen to those trucks and where, or must I drag it out of you? You talk mighty big for a tenderfoot. Reckon I gotta take care of you. Hoist up your hand. Not on your life. No. Flick him around. You're, you're tearing it off. Drop your gun or you'll never use his arm again. Drop it and start talking. Better? Well, folks, you can't do nothing about it anyhow. Tumbleweed's trucks will be a heap of junk in five minutes. Quit stalling. Oh. Balance and rock. Yes? It's set to fall on the trucks with a dynamite charge stitched off. What? What? Well, I can't be. Yeah, you'll hear it. Nothing can stop her now. Why, you... Can't stop to get more information from him now. Time is short even for Superman. I'll just fix him so he'll be here when I get back. Use the old western trick of pulling his coat down over his arms. Yeah, like that. And tie his legs with his kerchief. There we are. That'll hold him. Now, I hope I'm not too late. Up! Up! And away!
dog out a fine night for our first trip with these oil trucks, Clem. Yep. Moon's so bright, I reckon I could knock over a coyote with my bow and arrow at 50 yards. Hmm, that moon sure makes this trip might more cheerful, Tumbleweed. Bar an accident, so I'll make good time. Now, you reckon them wood plugs Mr. Kent said to put in them bullet holes will hold? This ain't no concrete highway, you know. Ah, uh, don't worry none about that. Heard what he said about the weight of the oil holding them in. I guess you're right, Clem. Now, he sure is one smart hombre, that Mr. Kent. Yeah. That's why I asked him to mosey on out here, because I figured if anybody could help me out of this mess with Abner Cheney, he could. Sure thing. Reckon if he hadn't been with us and them tanks were pumped full of daylight, he'd be piping this oil to the refinery through Abner Cheney's line. Yeah, instead of busting up his stranglehold on the local oil producers by using these here trucks. Now, first thing you know, they'll all be doing this, and Cheney's pipeline will rot. Uh, ain't Leif McCall already ordered a couple of tank trucks for hauling his oil? Yep. Me and Leif's only two in these parts, which wouldn't be hogtied by Cheney. Matter of fact, it was uh, Leif's gal, Mary, who first hit on the idea of using tank trucks. Yeah, well, there's balancing rock up yonder. Yeah. Here's where that long downhill starts. Uh, better shift her into low gear, I reckon, because this heavy load we're carrying is likely to push us downhill to a fast clip. Okay. Ah. Hope the other boys follow suit. Don't want any of these trucks to get away on us. Ah, uh, don't you worry, none. They'll know. Leaping Mavericks. What's that? An explosion. Sounded like it come from the cliff. Tumbleweed. Look, balancing rock. Glory be a rolling down the hill straight at us. Stop the truck and jump for your life. Come on, Tumbleweed. Jump. Go look, Clem. Up in the sky. Tumbleweed is a man. A flying through the air. Right. But balancing rockets are coming down that hill a mile a minute and heading this way. Can't you see the man? He swooped down under it, standing right this way. He's, he's just a standing there, waiting for it. I can't look. I can't look. What happened? He caught it, Clem. Caught a balancing rock in his bare hands, like it was a ball of cotton. And he's heaving it right over our heads. Look at it, will you? It ain't true, Tumbleweed. We've been seeing things. Going plumb local. That rock as big as a house. Yeah, pull in your reins, Clem. Get a hold on yourself. It's all over now. Tumbleweed. Look up. There he goes, a flying off across the moon. Just like an eagle. Only it ain't no eagle. Yeah, I see him. Get a good look at him, Tumbleweed. Because everybody don't think I'm out of my mind when I tell about this. I seen him, Clem. And this ain't the first time either. You mean you've seen that flying man before? Yeah. You remember them stories I told you about Comanche Joe's ranch and what happened there last time Mr. Kent and Jimmy was visiting out here? Yeah. You remember how I said I seen a strange hombre in a red cape flying through the air? You mean? Yes, sir, that's him. The same one come back to save lives of innocent men again. That's the fella Jimmy calls Superman. Well, let's make tracks, Clem. We gotta keep rolling. Saved from almost certain disaster, Tumbleweed's motorcade of tank trucks continues on its way to the Bear River Refinery. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Jimmy, grown tired of waiting for Kent to return with his sandwich, slips on a robe and leaves the bunkhouse to investigate the delay. Lights on in the cookhouse, all right. I wonder what's keeping Mr. Kent. Guess he got hungry himself. I'll just sneak in quietly and surprise him. Mr. Kent, what? He's not here. Who's that tied up on the floor? Why, 
It's Chuck Connors. Yeah, sure, Jimmy. It's me. Get me loose from this street, Jake. Who touched up like this, Chuck? Where's Mr. Kent? What happened? Hold on, son. One thing at a time. Slip this coat up off my arms. First like a good boy. I'm sure, Chuck. There. But where's Mr. Kent? How should I know? Oh, my arm. Can't hardly use it. There. Untie my leg. Okay. He said he was coming to the cookhouse. Well, he get... ain't been here. Will you untie my leg so that I can get the kinks out of my back? Wait a minute. How did you get tied up like this? What happened? Why, some masked hombre busted in here and laid me out. Now, will you untie me? man. Gosh, maybe he got Mr. Kent, too. Huh? Yeah, I reckon he did. Except Mr. Kent wouldn't give up without a fight and might have heard some noise. Well, maybe you wouldn't, maybe you wouldn't. Anyhow, don't you think we better start looking around for him? Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, then untie me like a good fella and give me a hand getting up. I'm kind of cramped and numb. Okay. There. Your legs are free. Now, now hold on to me. There. And now you're up. Sure feels good to stand up. Straight. Now, can we go look for Mr. Kent? Yeah? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, come along with me out to corral. We'll saddle your pony and my pinto and ride out on the road. Maybe we'll find him. Gosh. You think Mr. Kent went out after the man who tied you up? Maybe. Well, here's the corral and... A soldier, my pony. Oh, will you saddle him for me, Chuck? I'm not so good at it. Yep, I'm just as anxious to find Mr. Kent as you are. Now, uh, you wait here till I come back with the horses. Don't move, understand? All right, Chuck, I won't. Gosh, I don't know what's gotten into him so suddenly. He sounded real mean, then. I wish I could feel sure his story about the masked man is true. I got a funny feeling that... Mr. Kent wouldn't just disappear. He would at least have yelled something. Uh-oh. Here he comes. Wait. Chuck, that isn't my pony. Well, whatever it is. Oh, just that I can't ride that horse. Tumbleweed said he's too wild for me. He'll throw me. No, he won't. Not the way I'm going to fix you. What do you mean? Now get up on him and I'll show you. Here, here. Step up on my hand. I, I tell you, he's too big. Gosh, I'm not good enough to ride him. Hey, Chuck, what are you doing? Just... Tying you on so you can't fall off, that's all. <laughs> but suppose he starts bucking. Suppose he tries to run away. Well, you'll be tied on nice and snug like Ouch. That knot'll never slip. Uh. Now I'm going to slap this here horse hard on the rump and send him galloping off with you into the meeting. But why, Chuck? What are you doing this for? Because it's one way of getting even with your partner, Kent. What he done to me tonight. What? Till I get a chance to dose him with lead. When he gets back to the ranch, he'll find you, you gone. But don't you worry. Maybe the horse will bring you back in a few days. If and the coyotes don't but get you. You, you skunk, <laughs> you dirty polecat. If I was your size. Hear that coyote yapping? <laughs> well, you'll be seeing him close up pretty soon. Here you go, Yellen. Oh, help! Help! Mr. Bound to the saddle, Jimmy cries out in terror as the wild, unbroken horse gallops into the darkness. What will be the outcome of Chuck Connor's dangerous method of revenge? Don't forget to hear the next episode of this adventure in the West. Tune in and listen with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look! It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. 
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. <laughs>